the more good news season two is all about people doing good through following their passions good for their own souls and for others i'm kate Cherichello, and welcome to today's episode let's spread a little more goodness in the world Today's guest is Dr. Lavester Johnson, more commonly known as LJ, and I am beyond thrilled that you get to hear from him today. LJ was the vice president of student affairs when I was at Butler, and there have been quite a few Butler people here on the show, and I was lucky enough to get to work with LJ with the Campus Climate Advisory Committee and various other organizations. In 2016, he moved to Illinois State University, where he is now their vice president of student affairs. LJ is a master of connecting in person and online and everything on your social media channels seems to celebrate something, whether it's a university wide announcement at Illinois State to date night with your fiance or breakfast with your kids or meetings with students. Uh, Your accomplishments and responsibilities are so vast. So I wouldn't normally read a bio verbatim for an (laughs) intro here, but I have to with yours. I just have to. Okay, Okay. so this is from the Illinois State website. Dr. Levester Johnson became the vice president for student affairs in July of 2016. Johnson has over 30 years of experience within student affairs, including over 20 years at the vice president level. He has held numerous leadership positions within professional organizations, including NASPA Student Affairs Administrators in Higher Education, where he served as the first chair of the board of directors and was recognized as a pillar of the profession. A native of Milwaukee, Wisconsin, Johnson holds a BA degree in broadcast communications from Marquette University, an MS degree in college student personnel from Southern Illinois University, and a Doctor of Education degree in Higher Education Administration from Indiana University. Johnson has also been recognized throughout higher education for his innovative and effective use of social media in engaging campus communities. He is often asked to speak on the topic of social media within the U.S. and abroad. And I know that even that whole bio is still only a tiny piece of what you do. Uh, I was just about to say, we need to cut that down. That's that's pretty long. I'm I'm flattered that you went through all of that, but and honored. Well, it's needed. It's needed. I think it's so impressive, but it also shows what one person can accomplish. And also a person who's not just smart, but also cares enough, right? It really shows that you didn't just you know, kind of hit check marks to go up a ladder. You care so much about students and growing at different universities. So I don't know. I just think so highly of you. So thank you for chatting with me today. Thanks. Not a problem. Honored to be here and glad to exchange and and engage with you and share whatever it is I I can share with uh, your audience. (laughs) Well, I know I just gave an intro for you, but LJ, can you tell us a little more about who you are and what you do in your words? Sure, sure. And uh, the, I should start with, I have the best job on a collegiate campus, all right? So uh, I get the pleasure of working with engaging students uh, within the college environment and working with them with their skills, competencies, and dreams, and making those dreams hopefully come through during the undergraduate days as it relates to the leadership opportunities, as well as those competency skills that they can uh, leverage when they're involved in student groups and organizations like the one that you mentioned earlier that you were involved in during your undergraduate days at Butler, uh, and leveraging those skills and, and fine-tuning those so that when you go out into the real world and, and land that all-important job and find your passion, you're just at the top of your game when you're doing it, all right? So that's what I do. And again, best job on campus, best job ever, and love what I do. Well, best job ever, but you're the best person for it. I couldn't 
believe how lucky I was to be at Butler at the same time you were there. So thank you for that. <laughs> so LJ, a little bit more about your path. How did mm -hmm. you get to this position? Now, I know with what schools you went to, but in terms of how did you find this to be your passion? Yeah, yeah, you know, a, a lot of folks who fall into to student affairs uh, were, were very engaged during their undergraduate days. Uh, they were involved, again, like you were involved uh, during your undergraduate days, like Meg, who you mentioned before. Yeah. Uh, uh, but we were very involved uh, during our undergraduate days. So when I was at Marquette University, had a great and wonderful experience there. Uh, if, if there was something to get involved in, I was involved in it. So I, I ran <laughs> track for the university. I was a 400 and 800 meter specialist. Um, I was involved with Black Student Union on campus. I was president from my fraternity. Uh, I was a building supervisor, building manager at the student union, you know, uh, new student orientation, whatever it was, I loved getting involved in and getting engaged in it. So uh, by, by the time it came my senior year, the Dean of Students and the Vice President for Student Affairs both sat me down and said, so Lavester, what are you gonna do after you graduate? And I said, well, you know, there's this broadcasting thing and I know that either you can make money in front of the camera or behind the scenes doing sales. So, and I, I'm not sure about being in front of the camera. I like it, but I'm not sure about being in front of the camera. So I think I'm just gonna go and get my MBA. And they said, well, you think about graduate school then. And did you know that there's a profession called uh, college student personnel, like what we do? Mm -hmm. I said, no, I don't, Dean. Uh, did you know that you can go to a university and get an assistantship and it's all paid for and you can get your master's degree? I'm like, tell me more, Dean. <laughs> you know, <laughs> next thing I knew, I was actually going then and on my way to Southern Illinois University for my master's work there. And um, my career track is one of, uh, I hope, doing good things in the roles that I had. And then after doing good things, people noticing that and, and offering me positions in order to move up the ladder. So that's what my track was while I was at Southern Illinois. So I went there as a graduate hall director after two years and getting my degree, the full-time hall director like moved on, all right? And I applied for her position, got it. So stayed there as two years then for uh, as a hall director for one of the towers there on campus. After those two years, there was an area coordinator that moved on. I applied for that area coordinator position. So ended up getting it. So moved into an area coordinator role at Southern Illinois. And then after four years of doing that, um, couldn't convince the assistant director for housing to move on. So guess what? If you can't get that person to move on, you got to move on. And I always wanted to become either a dean of students or a vice president for student affairs or so a senior student affairs officer. And I knew I had to get my doctoral degree. So mm -hmm. during my last couple of years while I was at Southern, on the side, in order to keep myself refreshed and energized, I coached women's track, okay, middle distance runners there, and we would go to Indianapolis for the NCAA indoor track and fields were held in Indianapolis. So I would go there and I thought this, this Indianapolis, India is kind of a nice city. I wonder if there's any colleges or universities or a university nearby where I could get my doctorate degree. And at the time, Indiana University, just down the road, down in Bloomington, had one of the uh, top higher education doctoral programs in the country. So I said, well, is there a university where I can work at that, you know, I could actually work full time and then do my doctoral degree uh, part time. And there was this little place called Butler University. All right. And it was serendipity because Butler University at the time held the track and field archives, as a matter of fact, for the NCAA. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, this is meant to be. So I ended up applying for an assistant uh, dean of students position at Butler, received it 
was under the tutelage and uh, supervision of Dick Bushini, who was a great person within student affairs and is now the uh, chancellor uh, at Texas Christian University, as a matter of fact and uh, came up the ranks while I was at Butler as well. So from an assistant dean of students to associate dean to being blessed to be uh, uh, given the uh, vice president for student affairs role there as well. So wonderful track, wonderful career there and just just love this profession and uh, stayed at the institution for 24 years. Can't believe it, but a great time there. So uh, love what it is, what it is that I do, what I did there and what I'm doing here at Illinois State. Oh, fantastic. Thank you so much for sharing. I know, LJ, obviously, it's been a very different year and a half. Mm. How has the pandemic now going forward changed your world, you know, personally, professionally, moving forward, what is being changed for the better, maybe what has changed for the worse, or you can't wait to get back to some semblance of maybe a new normal? Yeah, no, no, I tell you, that's exactly that. The uh, pandemic definitely showed us that there are are many challenges that uh, we can face when it comes to uh, health uh, related to uh, going through a pandemic, uh, both physically and emotionally. Uh, We dealt a lot with the emotional type of uh, stress uh, that students and community members, faculty and staff, alumni, all felt during that time frame. Uh, I personally felt challenged. Uh, uh, Kate, I know you're a very positive person. Your show is all about positivity and so forth. My number one strength, as you can see on the little uh, placard here, is positivity. So I, I had a tough time, like balancing. You know, always wanted to try to uplift people when you know they needed time in order to like really feel and embrace what they were going through. So that was a challenging time uh, going through all of that. All that being said. There were definitely some nuggets that we uh, actually picked up on uh, during the pandemic as well. Um, Telehealth uh, was something that we were not as much into, but guess what? Telehealth as relates to physical and even more so mental health, uh, Mm -hmm. providing counseling through the internet has been outstanding and something that we're going to continue to do. So that's a big nugget that we came away with. Engaging students uh, through uh, social media and being online. So we learned a couple of tricks. One of the great programs that we had, you probably saw when I came on line with you, uh, there's a uh, wonderful sketch of me as a superhero, okay? One of the great programs that we had was getting a Marvel comic artist. Uh, and actually they used my picture as, a, uh, uh, as the uh, profile in order to create a new character and show students how to create Marvel characters and things of that nature. It's a huge success. So we created and did programs that we never thought we could do engaging people online. So that was extremely successful. Um, Coming out of this, it's extremely evident that everyone wants to be person to person. So we are excited that we are going to be fully open. All of our classes are going to be face-to-face. All of our traditions are coming back here on the Illinois State University campus, Uh, Festival ISU, and all the wonderful football is going to be back again. So we're extremely excited about all the activities and events that we're going to have for for students as they come back. But again, be able to offer some of these new type of services and programs uh, that we learned through our experience uh, through the pandemic. And and everyone right now is very positive about coming back, and we're going to try to keep it that way. Okay, because we know there's a lot of pent up new freedom that students are going to be feeling that we got to manage when they get back here. So that that's going to be our major challenge uh, starting off in the fall. Got you. Well, now, LJ, you have obviously experienced so many good news moments and you shared a couple. Are there any other stories of just that 
goodness you have gotten to witness through students' growth while they're at college or coming back as alumni to share their experiences. Any stories that ring a bell you'd like to share? Well, you know, there, yeah, there, are, there are a couple. I mean, uh, you know, in our roles, we deal with everything from, uh, again, um, uh, the wonderful programs that we work with, you know, student government and fraternities and sororities and, and so forth in order to put on for the college campus community too. Yeah, we have to wear the hat of conduct as well and making sure students are following policies and rules on campus. And I'll tell you that on both those extremes, uh, we build great relationships and we watch students progress to be become great leaders, all right, and learn from their experiences. Uh, and I, I tell you, I've experienced everything from, I know, over the last three years, there was a young man who I mentored and had in my office probably once a month who uh, was dealing with and, and managing some substance abuse issues, okay, mm -hmm. uh, and, and loneliness and, and mental health issues, all right. The biggest reward is watching that person then cross the stage, okay, given the trials and tribulations that they go through, uh, that they keep pressing on, that they keep leveraging the services and the support that we're trying to provide them within the collegiate community, and for them to be able to go on and do great things and actually be healthy and manage their lives uh, in an appropriate fashion, that's extremely rewarding. That, that, that just fills my heart, right? Two, on the other extreme, there's nothing better for me also, you know, seeing a student who like looks at me and says, hey, I want to do what it is that you do, okay? What do I need to do in order to like go into this profession, this wonderful profession? And I'll tell you, I've had numerous students over the years who have said, I want to go into college student personnel. They do that. And literally now I know that there are people serving as deans of students. As a, as a matter of fact, one of our a wonderful Butler graduates is a dean of students and actually dean of students and vice president for student affairs at the University of Tampa down in Florida and so forth. And we yeah. correspond all the time. That's crazy when you see someone like who sees something in what you're doing and, and embrace that collegiate experience and say, I want to do that and I want to go and impact lives. Hey, nothing more rewarding uh, than that. And I know that's what she's doing there. That is so neat. I didn't know about that, that last yeah. person. That's really awesome. Absolutely. Well, I also just have to add a really simple, but it was so impactful story of goodness, as I could say here, when I was at Butler and you were vice president of student affairs there, you would do this thing. There was a Starbucks on campus oh. where you would randomly show up at Starbucks seemingly to just get yourself a coffee. Mm -hmm. And before you knew it, every person who was standing in line at the same time as you had their own coffees that you paid for and you were chatting with them and making those connections. And those are those moments that we as students never forget. And I mean, I don't know if you would go in the morning thinking like, oh, I'm going to do this today. Or you just happen to decide at that moment, we're going to do this in this moment. But it was, those were those details yeah. that, you know, are so important to you that I think is a great thing to share because people, even when they're not in a position of, you know, the power that someone who's vice president of student affairs might have, mm. you know, anybody can do that at any, at any level, so to speak, no matter what their career. And so that's just something that I, it's always stuck with me that you used to do. Well, it's funny that you bring that up because I continue to this day to do what we call tweet ah. treats yes. <laughs> on the college campus. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and it did begin at Butler, as a matter of fact. And you know where that came from? I 
literally, we had just gotten the Starbucks on campus and <laughs> I was standing in line. The line was long. Everybody was standing in line for coffee or whatever their favorite drink. And uh, I was late for a meeting with the president at the time. <laughs> and I thought, how could I get to the front of the line? <laughs> and it came to me, I'm like, hey, maybe I'll just treat everybody and they'll be okay with me going to the front. <laughs> so that's what I did. So while I was waiting on it, everybody was like, okay, not a problem, LJ. So while I was doing that, I was engaging and just interacting with folks. Uh, and it was just the most wonderful experience. Then I said, I got to go. The entire time while I was sitting there with the president during our one-on-one, I don't remember a word that he said. I don't remember what the topics and agenda that we went through. I kept thinking about that experience that I had with the students. And I remember then after my meeting with the president, heading back to the office and talking with, I might've been Meg at the time, Meg Haggerty at the time. And I said, hey, this just happened and so forth. There might be something to this. And they're like, hey, let's turn this into a program that we offer for students. And so it's something that I continue to do at Butler. And I do it here now where literally we'll have a hundred students uh, lined up uh, waiting for me to arrive uh, for a tweet treat. And I tell you, you never know that impact that you're gonna have on someone. Because I remember when I did it at um, Butler one time, I remember getting ready to leave and end the tweet treat and head back up to my office. And a young lady came up to me and she said, I just want you to know that this was this meant so much to me because I was on my way over to the registration records office and I was about to withdraw from the institution. I did not feel connected to the campus community and I, I was really struggling. But this and the interaction I just had with all of these people here lets me know that this is where I need to be. Impact, absolutely incredible. So you're right, it's those little things that we do that you never know the type of impact that it's gonna have on someone moving forward. Yeah. Wow. Wow. And yeah. thanks. I didn't know that background. I love that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, LJ, I have one more question for you. Uh, yeah. Is there any mantra or quote mm. that you find yourself saying over and over that you'd like to leave us with? Uh, let's see. Pro- probably my, my biggest one is uh, I, I used to be a, a big Zig Ziglar fan. Okay. Yeah. And so forth. And uh, Zig Ziglar read, read one of the books and uh, he talked about the opportunity clock mm. as opposed to your alarm clock, make your alarm clock an opportunity clock. Every day provides an opportunity for you, right? There's something that you can learn, some, some impact that you can have on others something that you can do, all right, in order to make the world a better place. And so every morning when I said it, now, of course, everybody uses their phone in order to like, you know, their wake up call is over. But I see it as an opportunity, all right? Every day is an opportunity to make an impact, to engage, to embrace and make the most of life, all right? So that's something that I definitely live by on on a daily basis and so forth, that every day is an opportunity. And then the second thing is, and I just read this, um, book that talks about the, um, the four agreements. Okay. And it's an, and it's approach to life. Um, and, and I really connect with it and, and embrace it because it talks about, um, uh, initially, uh, the first one is, um, be impeccable with your words. So words have meaning. Okay. So really choose your words, um, uh, carefully, um, say what you mean, do what you say, uh, type of thing. And, and really don't, don't, don't go negative, right? Always stay positive with it, what it is that you're sharing and how you're projecting yourself. So that's extremely important to me. The next thing is um, uh, don't 
take everything seriously, okay? I mean, mm-hmm. really don't take everything seriously or personally that others may say. Others are, are, are skewed by the lens that they wear about how life is supposed to be, all right? Don't let that affect who you believe you are and what you're all about and so forth. So don't take others' words uh, seriously or, or have them impact or have an impact on your life. Um, don't make assumptions about others is the third one. So um, give everyone the benefit of the doubt as far as mm-hmm. what they may mean and what their intentions are. And, you know, sometimes we misconstrue and we make something into that could be very small and something that's larger. And then the last one I really believe in, and that's always do your best. And that's not always do your best just when you're at 100%, but do your best when you're maybe 50%. Do your best for 50%, Okay. Don't put the pressure on yourself. Oh my gosh, I'm not at 100%. Do your best for what your best is for 50% then, all right? But just always think about doing your best. So those things I always live by and so forth. And then of course, my my strengths, always relying on my strengths as well, of which positivity, communication, uh, and woo. I love those three of my top five. I leverage every day. And I try to focus on other people's strengths as far as what they do and what they can contribute to a group as well. Those are some of the things that I definitely embrace on a daily basis. Oh, fantastic. But just great advice all around. And I think that's a great thing two people can take away is thinking about what are their strengths and, and writing them down so they can see and be reminded, like, this is what you can give. Yes, each day. Absolutely. <gasps> Wonderful. Hey, LJ, where can we find you on social media? So best part, love this. All right. So on Facebook, I am Plain old Levester Johnson, okay? On Twitter, at Levester Johnson. How simple is that? And then with uh, Instagram or Insta, I tried to get a little hip. So it's at, it's at Levester J, okay? That's so right. please follow me. Feel free to follow me on social media and you will follow the day in the life of a vice president for student affairs. Fantastic. Thank you so much, LJ. I really appreciate your time. No, thank you for this opportunity. So great to see you and good luck to you. Stay positive. Thanks so much for listening to some more good news with Kate Maratella. Whether you're listening on YouTube or via podcast, it would mean the world if you liked, subscribed, and or left a review. If you have stories of good news that need to be shared, please send me a message. Thanks again and have a great week.